Everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've never, I don't think I've ever started the podcast off by addressing people like that. I like it, it's classy. Okay, ladies, gents, it's your boy, Podest of Drew, Pod Drew. Just trying to make it more fancy there, that didn't really, didn't yeah, really roll off the top. It calls for it's the playoffs. It is the playoffs. Of course, this is Mr. Irrelevant, the NFL weekly edition of Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. With my boys over here, of course, she's had Marv. Yes, sir. How are you guys out there? Good, I am. I think they're fine. You think? Yeah, they'll, you, they'll be okay. You don't know E Nam? And what's your new nickname for the week? It's boy Eric E Nam, aka Young Consolation Bracket. Young Consolation Bracket. That's good. That's good. And what is that in reference to you specifically? Well, you know, it's the playoffs, and there are a lot of teams not playing. My Dallas Cowboys aren't playing. Your Cleveland Browns aren't playing. Certainly oh, not. Yeah. That would be crazy. Yeah. But you guys are okay. You guys are fine. We'll be okay. We'll, we'll be, be okay. Right Tony's uh, Tony's going to get my, my clavicles any day now. If that clavicle transplant surgery goes awry, or if he just breaks your clavicle next season, we'll be seeing uh, Billy Vegas in <laughs> for the uh, the boys next season. I don't know. Yo. Um, or is he just untouchable at this current point? Yeah, he's like... Team? He's like 15th century India, untouchable, untouchable. Okay. We're not doing it. <laughs> it might be a bit of a esoteric reference. Uh, maybe I'm just an idiot. So, <laughs> I checked out when you started <laughs> So it's funny you said you're an idiot. I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking dumbass. But. Anyway, <laughs> this ain't no history podcast. This is NFL. We're talking, of course, your Packers, G said Marv. Are in the party? Yeah, barely alive, sort of. but still in. And uh, we'll definitely get all. Of, we'll we'll talk about them a lot today, I think, because I I'm interested. But um, yeah, we'll talk about all four of these games coming up. Little unfinished business. First off the bat here. Yeah, let's get this out of the way. Week seventeen. So so just to bring everyone up to speed, competition wise, me versus you two, you two playing for. Everyone's favorite, uh, sometimes podcaster. Oh, currently we have actually an episode out now, Brooklyn Rebound Prime, with me and Podnam, so please go check that out. And some other guests stop by as well. But anyway, he's dismissed football, NFL specifically, but he's still on the hook for your competition-wise. Now, uh, 17 weeks in a season, we should have been able to get this out during the regular season. The winner here. Back on like 12 or 13 or something, though, there was a snafu, and uh, we weren't able to declare a winner for wh- whatever week that was. I don't want to comb back through all the records right now, but it was one of those weeks. <laughs> it was one of the weeks. You're just going to have to trust him. Therefore, we only have 16 to work from, opening up the possibility of a tie. Now, going into week 17, now, Enam, uh, or Young, sorry, what was it, Young uh, Consolation Bracket. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You weren't here last week. Uh, for the week 17 picks pod. Actually, we came up with what was the nickname we came up with uh, for him, Mark? Young Absence. Young, Young Absence, Absence, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That was appropriate last week. Wouldn't be appropriate any longer. But anyway, uh, it, it was just the two of us. And uh, where was I going with this? Oh, we were talking about that. You know, right now, I'm only up one game if one of you two wins the week. Could be a tie. So you had uh, oh God. phoned in your picks, or not phoned in, but you had sent them in. I sent them. I sent them by courier. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't have Marv's telegram, telegram technology. So, what ended up happening was, initially we had all took one island here, so that would be interesting. Then me and Marv realized that we had skipped one game. We Saints skipped Falcons. a very important game. The Saints. Uh, so if you didn't listen to that oh. last week's episode, if you didn't, if you just stopped when the music came on and didn't listen to the last couple minutes that I, I inserted there, what happened was we did pick the game. And you went on Saints Island, and you had already been on Seahawks Island, 
and Enam, you were on Vikings Island, and I was on Colts Island. And in crazy week 17, island hopping finally paid off for all of us. Every single island came up. Yeah. That's right. Colts won for me. Vikings won for you. Tomorrow, Chagrin over his Packers, who lost the division. Again, we'll get into it. And then... Well, maybe there might be some reasons for that. But anyway, your Seahawks won and your Saints won. You won week 17. Now we're at a stalemate, a deadlock. A deadlock. It's 8-8. Eight and eight. And now here's the thing. All right, before I get into what the thing is, do, do you guys want to talk about anything else from week 17? I mean... Any results or anything? I was on a plane, so I didn't really see any of the games. The Jets. What about... Yeah, oh, the yeah. Jets. So, so there's two games we all got wrong. One, one was the Rams losing to the Niners, which was... Worthless anyway. Yeah. But yo, we all had the Jets. And, but uh, what what did I say on the pod though? You go back and listen to that pod. I said I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills beat the Jets. I picked the Jets because I wanted them to win. Those are my exact words. But I wasn't too sure they were actually going to get it done. It's the Jets. It's just the Jets. It's the most Jetsiest thing that they ever could have done. Yeah, you're hard. right. And you're not wrong. I was yeah. certainly far from pleased with the result, meaning that my. The hated Steelers yeah, have now snuck back into the yeah. playoffs. Ugh, well. All right, so there's no other results that were really important, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll both... talk about Green Bay later. Oh, you know, the yeah. Pats lost to the Dolphins. That was the third one. I didn't mark that up. Oh, yeah, that's they want another the one seed. But that I told you, they didn't on, want the one seed. I, I just why would they not want the one seed? What was your... I wasn't here. So the reasoning behind that. why they wouldn't want the one seed is just it's an easier route to the AFC title game as a two seed. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yes. So, if the St- let's say the Steelers beat the Bengals, who are with the Eye and the Dawn. Maybe, maybe they don't, but let's say they do. They just didn't want that side of but the But they did. Right. They okay. did get the one seed after all, though. No, Denver. No. Oh, Denver is Denver, the, the one seed. Denver backed into it with yep. a... Uh, okay, I somehow, made, I somehow missed uh, this. They backed into it. They won. Right. Yeah, so Manning came Manning. back in. Manning's playing in the playoffs, I guess. Yep. They announced him as a starter. They did? Yep. Last year they wouldn't commit, okay. They announced him as a starter, and Andy Dalton is officially out on Saturday night. Yes. All right. Well, we'll start getting into the games. Then, right. I guess. Well, All right, so. The Pats, yeah. I, it just makes sense to me. So, as a two seed, you either get the Bengals without Andy Dalton, who, you know, they, they still might be good, but they're not even the favorite against the Steelers at home without Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. So... Or you get the, the winner of Kansas City and Houston. Right. They just didn't want to see the Steelers. That's what I think. And, and it just... Well, I, that's I that's the conspiracy sense. that that's why people think they lost to the Jets because they didn't want to see the Steelers. Well, there's the, the, how they went about it, it was just like, yeah. we're not throwing the game, but it's like, eh, whatever. We're not showing too much. Sure. And sure. it makes perfect sense, in my opinion. They still get a bye. They still get home field advantage unless they go to the AFC title game. And I feel if they do go to the AFC title game... Unless they play Denver, they're at home yeah. regardless. Like, there's no point for them to play for the one seed. And, and they're think, not afraid to go on to Denver, you're saying that? Right. They're not afraid of paying Manning. So I genuinely think that there was some thought process behind that. And I, that's what I think. I you can can't see put it that being that. true. To be fair, you are giving Bill Belichick as much credit as Bill Simmons would. Well, he... Well, wouldn't you? You're, you're, you're the biggest Tom Brady lover in the world. And I mean, I just don't think that there's that level of Belichick is going on off... Well, off field. Like how that. could you? How could you not though? See, because the difference between me and Bill Simmons is I'm so not he sure doesn't think about it. So he doesn't believe that they do whatever because he's a Pats fan. Yes. Me, I'm the exact opposite. And but we're at the same, at the end of the day, we're coming to the same conclusion that history points to if any team would be thinking about something like that, well, it would be the Patriots. I just don't know that you lose on purpose. For, <laughs> they didn't for lose on purpose. Reason. So it's like, they so just it's didn't like what you were saying. Out. You were saying this on the pod last with Marv when I was questioning their decisions yeah. from week 16 with right. overtime. You were saying like they put the place. So I was saying, oh, or what he's going to purposely have the defense lose to Fitzpatrick or whatever. You were saying he was just putting them in that position to potentially lose. Right. Maybe they would have won anyway. Right. Maybe if they would have played better and exactly. some things would have happened against the Dolphins, they would have won. But he's putting it in a position where it doesn't really exactly. matter either way. The fact that Tom Brady had five attempts in the first half, to me, proves everything. He had five attempts in the first half yep. against the sorry-ass Dolphins. I'm sorry. I know the offensive line isn't good. But Tom Brady knows. I've seen Tom Brady enough to know that if he wants to get the ball out, he can yeah. 
I don't think. Yeah, but like, why would you? If they want to pass the ball, but you already do have a bye. One that's my point. All your your entire team is injured. Why would you tempt fate like that? That's that's my position. It's not like but I. That's true. They shouldn't have played Brady. Yeah. Like Brady almost got really hurt. That they did get like actually hurt. So, I think he, he, he's going to play in two weeks, but but uh, the thing is, so if you sit Brady, then it becomes we really don't care about the ones. Sure, right? sure. But you're still playing playing quote unquote air quotes. You guys can't see that to win the game. You play him. You don't give him that many attempts. You give him five attempts. What happened was he got rolled up on with uh, Dominican Sue. A lot of Patriots fans think that was a dirty play. I don't know. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, things happen, and, and maybe and the Dolphins were like, you know what? Today. F this. What? Since you're a Patriots fan today. I'm, I'm never a Patriots fan. But, hey. Well, I would have passed, put a pass to you, certainly. Um, they might have a point there. Fair enough. But, I mean, yeah, like it. Bill Simmons thinks that uh, Belichick, like, Jedi mind tricked Pete Carroll last year in the Super Bowl to, like, <laughs> call him the, calling the, <laughs> the uh, passing play. But anyway. To so. be fair, wasn't everyone like, why isn't he calling the timeout? What are they doing? They're just letting the clock go. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, I don't he know. Does it, everything just always turns out the Patriots' way. We need God a Petronati expert back in know. here, but. So let's, let's go to them, too. Any other games you want to spotlight before we move on? Oh, do you guys know well, what yeah. happened? Yeah, do you guys know? Like, I didn't get to watch that game because I was on a plane. Yeah, what happened? So oh, the Cardinals. I, I, I don't. Think, here's what I. Here's what I think happened. I think that um, Cardinals were like they tried, man. You they can't. You they can't. did. I think they stopped trying in the first half when they were down. I think they were like yeah. When the the Seahawks came out and kind of punched them in the mouth and they got off to a real quick start. I think at that point, Arians was kind of like, all right. We'll hold. We'll drop back. Then we're not going to like go all out and really get in a slugfest and try to come back necessarily. I in the second half of the game, they didn't look like they're trying very hard or anything. So, so after halftime, I was watching the game. He pulled Carson Palmer. He kept all of his other starters in. Mm-hmm. What he gave uh, Fox Five or whatnot, where the game was on. What he told them was the reason was the rest. The team didn't show heart when we came out in the first in the first half. We we were trying to win this game. This isn't, you know. So okay. he left them in to kind of sort of teach them a lesson, like hey. You know, yeah. yeah, we have a bye, but don't forget, you know. Gave them a little J-Well, right. you can stay and get your ass beat. Exactly. Okay. And, that, and that, I kind of buy that. I buy that. Because I sure. think they tried. I think they came out and they were trying to win that game. But Seattle came out and punched them in the face. But you didn't think in the second half that the no. players, even though they stayed in, they no. weren't really trying. No. no. At that point, they, even Seattle pulled some people. It was, yeah. It was dumb. I don't know. It wasn't a good game or anything. Unless you're a Seahawks fan, I guess. But... You won the, the week on the strength of that, I, I suppose. Yeah, I, I, I just knew, like, they're Stupid just making Saints. that run. They're making that run, the Seahawks. Yeah, so, so, this week, so. Uh-huh. The you Saints? Uh, yeah. The damn Saints, well, don't, don't get into it yet. <laughs> I'm going to add this wrinkle, by the way, so this could okay. be interesting. Right. But the Saints, real quick, they screwed me this week. They screwed me the other week. We didn't get to talk about it because you weren't here. But I lost that stupid side bet. Yeah, oh, yeah. When the Lions. Yeah, did you, you bring Marcus Moonshine? By the way, I brought it. Is that this the shot? That it's I'm in New York. Really? Oh man. Yeah. So hey, next next uh, next week, man. We'll we'll bring it on. We'll bring it on the pop. We'll, okay. Maybe we'll have a, a, a sip of that. How about All right, that? All right. All right. So let's move on to the wild card round. Four games. Two Saturday. Two Sunday. We're doing this a little later in the week on Friday. So. Right around the corner here. All right, here's the wrinkle that I'm gonna add. First of all, I think we should do point counterpoint for all four games. I feel like so I'll, I'm gonna randomly assign you a team. That's how we can get it out on the table and talk about it. After point counterpoint, I'm going to select my four packs. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm gonna keep it headed, uh, maybe just in my head. But I'm gonna have my four down. I'll write it down just so you, you can see it. I guess when I do reveal it, then. I'm going to say for the playoffs here, if we're continuing this competition, I'm going to require both of you to be on the same page, meaning you're picking as one person. Okay. You know, uh, you're Cheesehead Marv and E-Nam. You're Cheese-Nam. <laughs> you must agree on your picks. All right. All right. So if there's a disagreement on the Seahawks-Vikings game, for example, Sounds you're going like to have to agree at by the end of this pod, you're going to have to be on the same page. And a second wrinkle to it is when I reveal my picks then, matching with yours, if all four picks end up somehow being the same, meaning my picks are identical to yours, Team Cheese, uh, Cheese Nam, is going to have to change the result of one game so we have at least one difference. Okay. Do you guys agree to my stipulations? I'm going to do that. Sure. 
So you don't have to change any picks? At least for this week. Maybe okay, we'll sounds fair. Maybe sounds we'll flip good. it right. back and forth. So, so me and but me considering and, that I had the I for the whole season had the disadvantage, really. Yeah, you're right. You're That's absolutely true. right. You're absolutely right. So we're we're doing point counterpoint. Let's start with point counterpoint. All right. For just all four in a row, we'll we'll go in order. Chiefs at Texans. News fest of the weekend. Watch it be the Ugh. best game or something. Who knows? The Texans are they just stay living in this four you know this, this four o'clock Saturday, Saturday, Saturday o'clock, spot. Yeah. Wild card spot. I feel like they normally win it, do they? Or maybe half and half. I don't know. Uh, Again, what am I going to have time to go back and check all these records? I don't think so. So, circumstantial evidence only there. But I'll give you the Chiefs to start off with, Mark. Why are they winning? So, the Chiefs are on a 10-game win streak. Uh, They're playing... They haven't been dominating people the last couple weeks, but their defense has... Come on strong. That secondary that was a weakness at the beginning of the season is now one of their strengths. Alex Smith doesn't turn the ball over. Sharkandrick West and Spencer Ware, they're, although they're not Jamal Charles, they're good enough to get it done. And Jeremy Macklin, who, who would have thought? Everybody said that they don't have wide receivers. Jeremy Macklin, over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, doing his thing. In my opinion, they, prop, they might be, because the Bengals don't have Andy Dalton, the most complete team in the AFC. Like all around, defense back. The Chiefs. Yes. Do you even with Dalton? Who do you like better between Smith and Dalton? Just as a key. I'm I'm gonna go Dalton because Dalton I feel could air it out a bit more than, than Alex Smith. Yeah. He's also just been better this year than he has in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are very complete. If you look at them all around, where do they have a weakness? A glaring weakness? They don't. They could get to the pass rusher. Their their secondary short up now. And Texas, their offense just isn't good. Their defense is good, but I just don't see how they could how they could score points on the Chiefs. How much are, do you know how much the Chiefs are favored by in this one? Uh, I can give you that number in two seconds. Give me okay. one moment. I think they're favored by three and a half, if I'm not mistaken, on the road. Okay. And it's they're favored by three. Are all the teams all the road favorites? No. So Washington is favored over Green Bay, right? Yep, Washington's okay. favored so by one. Packard only nine. Okay. Interesting, but we're not there yet, so why is that wrong, potentially, Enam? Why can the Texans win this one? So on defense, these two teams aren't that far apart. Uh, Kansas City is ranked 6th in DVOA. Uh, Houston's ranked 8th. They both had pretty good seasons. Houston uh, had like a... Like it was right around Kansas City's peak, around the 10 to 15, a week 10 to 15 stretch that uh, Houston lapsed a little, but they came back pretty strong toward the end, their defense anyway. On offense is where the big difference is. Kansas City is ranked 6th on offense as well. Uh, Houston's ranked 24th, so that's going to be a big problem. I don't think Brandon Wheaton's going to play. Yeah, it should be Hoyer. B- it should Hoyer, be Hoyer. Yeah. Yeah. Starting at least. So that's like A number one. That's the biggest bonus you get on offense with, with the Texans. The Chiefs, uh, Bill Barnwell pointed out in his article this week about like the different teams' kryptonite. The Kansas City's like one of the best teams in the league against mid-range and short passing games. DeAndre Hopkins can take it deep, and if Brian Hoyer's there, he can at least throw a deep ball. It's not, he, he isn't Brandon Whedon. The way that the Texans get this done is to just get out to an early lead, rely on that run, and uh, keep it keep it low with, the, with their defense. And they they could win 17, 20, 20, 21 to, uh, to like 14 or 17. So, like, keep it low. Keep it a low score. you got to keep it low. And yeah, J.J. I mean, Watt has to literally rip someone on that Chiefs <laughs> offense in half. Okay. Who do you, who's your selection for him to rip in half? I am going to go with Charkandrick West. I, I think he meets Charkandrick West in the backfield. The Chiefs have a little problem at a uh, little at left tackle. handoff yeah. behind the left. Let's the see, tank. man. I mean, the Chiefs' last playoffs, you know, when we kind of thought they were this terrible offense, they scored like, what, 44 on the Colts or 41? They lost a game with yeah. like a shootout. Yeah, that was a weird game. Yeah, weird game. Um, that was the last time they were in? They weren't in the playoffs last year? I guess that's Was right. that last year? Was that two years that ago? Was two it two might years have been two years, years ago. ago. That was really Andy Reid's first year. Yeah, yeah. The Chiefs. Also, yeah, that's. My last point, Andy Reid is coaching the Chiefs. Something bad is going to happen in crunch time. It's too early for something bad to happen. It'll happen in the second round. Yo, if it's his last game of the season, it's too late. (laughs) All right, well, let's move on to the later game, the night game on Saturday, right? It's a night game, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Saturday ones are like late afternoon, night, the Sunday or early afternoon, late afternoon. Yep. That's usually how it goes. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Let's do two in a row for you, uh, young, uh, damn it. 
young consolation bracket young CB <laughs> why are these Steelers winning the game uh, the Steelers are winning the game number one because Andy Dalton is not suiting up for the Bengals so they're not going to have to defend against an established deep threat with AJ Green you're clearly still going to have to cover Green and uh, and company you've got a uh, Marvin Jones, that the other guy, Mohamed Sanu, yep. Tyler Eifert. Those guys can still run routes, but you're not having to cover them deep so much. You're not you're not at least initially worried about it. So you can key up on that dual headed, double headed what is the word? Two headed running attack. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> I think if you can keep the box loaded against that, if you can frustrate uh, McCarran at all, he's this is like his third game as a professional football player. And then on the other end of things, you just got too many guys on offense that since he's going to have to cover. I know that their defense is good. You guys, uh, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, are 10th and 11th, um, 11th and 10th, excuse me, respectively, uh, in defensive DVOA. Steelers are 11th, Bengals are 10th, or is that flipped? Steelers are 11th, Bengals are 10th. And Ben Roethlisberger is playing the game. So you've got to cover every receiver the entire play. I mean, Ben's always slipping out of tackles or just not just letting people hit him and not going down and completing a pass 30 yards downfield. I I do not see it for the Bengals, which sucks because this should have been the game of the week. Okay, well, young Enam, he's got 1,500 references, but he can't remember the word two. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember up to 1,500 except two. All right, how about those uh, striped... Fifth year consecutive playoffs, yeah, Bengals. Mar- Marvin Lewis. Who still haven't gotten a win yet yeah. in those five years. Why will this be the first time? Well, the reason uh, I can see the Bengals getting it done, Adrian McCarron, yes, he is, I guess, inexperienced. He's only played, started in four games, I believe, this season. His numbers aren't bad. He hasn't thrown a pick. He has six touchdowns, about 800 yards or so in four games. That's not, you know, not, not too bad. He has thrown a pick, I'm sorry. But my point is he showed poise in these games. Like, the Bengals' record in his games, they're 2-1, so there's three games. They're, they're doing things. They're moving the ball still. You know, he moved the ball against Denver, kept them close in it against the number one defense. Steelers' defense, even though they're ranked 11th, according to DVOA, I'm not buying that because their secondary stinks usually unless mm-hmm. William Gay is playing. A.J. Green usually torches them. Big Ben has been bad against the Bengals this year, even though they did win both games, Big Ben's total uh, numbers in those two games, he has one touchdown to four interceptions. So, <laughs> you know, Big Ben's been throwing a lot of picks this year too, kind of, you know, just weird, bad interceptions kind of come at costly times for them. I can see the Bengals getting it done. They're at home. Yes, it's it's uh, prime time, which Andy Dalton's not known to, to do well with, but he's not quarterbacking this time. Agent McCarron is, who was quarterback for Alabama. I'm sure he had some pressure doing that, too. You know, I, I think I Dalton could screw it up from the sideline somehow. <laughs> Just like, his aura. There was a player on the Jets, I forget, I think, I forget who it was now, but uh, one of the linemen, but who was hurt, not playing, I think out for the season, but he got like a flag on the sideline a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Something like that. Well, probably not in this one. It was Willie Colon. Willie Colon. Right, that's right. right. That's right. Former Steeler. Yep. All right. So that's good. That's a little good discussion there. And let's move on to Sunday. Seahawks, Vikings. Uh, since you love those Seahawks so much, tomorrow. Why? I don't like them. I don't love them. It's just, they're just really Why good. will they win this? Well, they're doing what they always do. They're coming on strong towards the end of the season. They've done this three, four years in a row now. Yes, they're on the road. However, they have the experience factor going up against Teddy Bridgewater, who, you know, definitely doesn't have the experience. Uh, also, the Seahawks do best is defend the run and defend the short pass. And the Vikings just don't. That's what they do. They throw short passes and they run the ball. So the Vikings' strength on offense is what the Seahawks do best on defense. So, you know, if there's one matchup, I guess, that would kind of favor the Seahawks, you know, I, I just think they're – not just one matchup because I think they're better than a lot of teams in the NFC, to be honest with you. But this is definitely one of those teams that it just doesn't seem to stack up too well for the Vikings This with the matchups going on. Going on. Maybe if, if Teddy Bridgewater had a couple more years under his belt, 
But the QB is the main matchup where it doesn't stack up, or is there another thing you're pointing to? Well, the QB and the play calling, the just the type of plays that they run. So I just think that they're going to have to air it out or, you know, kind of beat them over the top. But that's what the Seahawks stopped the Broncos from doing in, that year in the Super Bowl because they knew Peyton couldn't throw it deep, you know. So I just I just think the game plan, it doesn't match up well for the Seahawks. I mean, for the Vikings. Why does it match up well for them, you know? Clearly the Vikings, even though they won their division there they're at home, they're, they're clearly the underdogs. They're... Uh, the Seahawks once again for like the fourth year in a row finished the year number one in DVOA. And how many point underdogs are we looking at? Uh, five point favorite are the Seahawks. Okay. Right. So they only won one of those Super Bowls. That does like them finishing highest in DVOA doesn't mean they're going to win. But they got to the Super Bowl. They got years. to the Super Bowl twice out of four times. Well, this is the fourth. So the year twice out of three so far. You're right. right. So so the year they lost to Matt Ryan. They had the lead. Matt Ryan came down and beat them. That was that that one year. You know that inexperienced team. They make a run. They weren't experienced enough to get it done. Then they make the Super Bowl. Then they make another Super. Then they win the Super Bowl. Make another Super Bowl. I don't know, man. They just have it on their side. And Marshawn Lynch is back. I forgot to mention that. He's back. Oh. He's good. He, I he's forgot good to mention that. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is playing this weekend. That's another point for me. Sorry, Eric. I no, it's cool. It's cool. Is it is it my turn yet? Yes, it's okay. your turn now. I'm sorry. I give back the mic. So, the weakest unit on the Seahawks team is their offensive line. Russell Wilson has been running for his life and making just sort of like some low-key incredible plays over the last like eight, ten weeks of the season. The Giants, or the uh, Vikings defense, they're like really good. They've got a lot of good dudes. They're they're sort of by DVOA, sort of in the middle of the pack. But they've just got a lot of guys who are going to throw off, especially some of these weak-ass uh Seahawks linemen what are, are just going to throw off their blocks. What is their DVOA? They're 14th. 14th. Wow. So you see, that, that kind of skews it because the Steelers 11th. Yeah, I don't get the Vikings stat 14th. All the time. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But just wondering where they were. Yeah, it's it's like per play efficiency, like okay. expected points per play, every everything right. that right. you do. Uh, and I think they're so low because they get like dunked on a bunch. Not not like a bunch, but like people go over the top of them sometimes. Okay. Um, their their run defense and their uh, pass rush have been pretty good. Yes. Anthony Barr and company are, are going to be throwing like throw literally throwing people out of their way to get to Russell Wilson if they can take him down a couple times if they can shake him up. God forbid if they hurt him. I think that's how the Vikings are going to win the game because they're gonna they're gonna play that old school time of possession game. I think if there's a back that can beat that. Uh, Seahawks front seven front probably ten in this game because they've got <laughs> one receiver who can stretch the yeah. field. Um, if they can, if there's one back in the league who can do that, it, it is Adrian Peterson. Uh, Bridgewater's a pocket passer, but he's he is mobile, like at least Tony Romo level mobile. If he can make just something happen, like in, in one of those stretches where it's just a slog and you're wondering why I'm watching this game. If he can do like a, a pirouette and just toss a forty yard bomb that breaks the game open, then the Vikings do have a chance. How's Teddy's clavicle game? Do you think Teddy's clavicle game is so strong? I don't think he's been out one time with a clavicle injury. He also got his head broke <laughs> off earlier in the season and didn't miss a game. That's, That's true. true. Tough. Yeah. T- Teddy's that was tough. Yeah, it's I tough. Remember seeing that lab. Another thing about this game, it's going to be one degree. That's a high. Yo, it doesn't get cold in Seattle. They're not ready for it. It's gonna be one, and the negative, the wind chill, is they say it's gonna feel negative fifteen during the game at one o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. That's insane. So that is like who, who does that favor? Football. Russell Wilson's gonna to want to run around anyway to get to just warm up. He doesn't even care about the line. The well, the thing is that they're more of a passing offense now, no? Mm-hmm. The even, Seahawks. Why yeah. they didn't have any running back the past couple weeks? Or yeah, yeah. now Lynch is coming back. Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe that'll switch up. They'll go back yeah. to the old style. But that could screw things up potentially. Yeah. I don't know. All right, final game, big game: Packers, Bullet Skins, aka Bullets. Yes. E dash now. How about them Packers? Well, the biggest thing the Packers have going for them, even though you guys can't throw the football, you. you Hey, you're <laughs> saying you're yeah, your friend to yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. talking directly <laughs> to Jason. Yes, you're looking right at me. I'm looking uh, down. None of you guys can get open. Aaron Rodgers looks shook. Honestly, Washington has the weakest defense in the playoffs by like a large margin. They're ranked 21st. Like, Marv looks shook by your gaze right now. My bad. My um, bad. Dog. Your hard young consolation <laughs> ragged gaze. <laughs> Washington is 
the only one with a uh, a positive per like percentage of plays that allow the other team variance. They're they're five point four positive on defense percent. Packers defense is like has a negative seven point three percentage. Uh, so that's bad, right? Negative. No, on defense, it's, yeah. it's, it's what you're allowing. Yeah. So, that's a, all right, I'll so the, the differential on defense, at least, is stout. I think if anything can happen, and I know I've heard some people talking like um, about, about the scheme that Washington runs and how it, at least it's not the kind of scheme that, that has been known to shut you guys down. Like, they don't play a lot of press. If it's going to happen, it's, it's going to happen with that differential with you guys just finally having a matchup where you do something on offense. And I think you're probably going to have to run the ball a bunch. Yeah, they've not been great against the, the run. Rams can stink against them. Yeah, they, they've not. If you can get either uh, washing machine Lacey or um, James Starks <laughs> going, if you can get Maybe. something happening, and that's what people have been saying all week too. When the Packers like early in the season and last season, when they were just like on a roll, it was because people would sit back and wait for Aaron Rodgers to just try to stop Aaron Rodgers, and they would just run. Yep run those two backs like and I guess Cone I don't really understand him at all but you guys he's a good block he's a good uh, pass block yeah but like he you guys stay putting him in the game for like a four yard carry and then well because the offensive line is 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 shit right French so you know he's a good blocker so he's playing in the game more now sure sure sure. second half of the season well anyway when 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 that happens when people sit back and try to make Rodgers try to stop Rodgers like you guys have been known to get it done. I think your offensive line is the reason, part of the reason that it's not been working so great. I know you guys have had some injuries, but uh, it truly it, is the matchup fantastic. works for you. What? Just saying a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Mark. Uh, the Redskins. If, get your wild I'm out. sorry. Oh my I was going to say get your wild out because I'm giving you the bullets, but you, I didn't get <laughs> that up before you already said the name. The bullet skins. <laughs> the skins of bullets. They... If they if they do win this game and they have a shot, a lot of people are picking them. A lot of these so-called experts. Well, they're favored. Uh, well, see By the thing the thing with the one point favor. So we were talking about this last week, I think. So uh, as a home team, automatically Vegas is going to give you three points. So that's kind of like if you guys are even, like the Packers Vikings game last week, Packers are favored by three. All I had to do was, was home field advantage. So if a home dog, a home favorite is favored by less than three points, that usually means is that. Usually the pack, really the pack, yeah, you don't really trust them. Packers are probably, you know, technically the favorite. But yes, Washington is favored by one. A lot of people are picking them. They they caused the most fumbles in football and recovered the most fumbles in football. James Starks has fumbled, I think, four out of the last five games. The Packers have lost ten fumbles, have gotten ten fumbles returned for touchdowns this year, which is terrible. So it's just certain things that that kind of play into Washington's, even though their defense isn't good, they're opportunistic. And sometimes with fumbles, it's, it's a random thing, but this year they just have it on their side. Right. Um, on offense, they're just stacked. Jordan Reed might be the second best tight end in all of football all of a sudden. He's really, really good. Number two behind Gary Barnum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the Pats are sitting ground because they want to, you know, lose the one seed. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, you know, young young absence. I like young absence. I don't know. Yeah. Keep calling you that. Right. That's a good ring to it. But so the Redskins, they just have a good good offense, man. Like Deshaun Jackson came back and that changed everything for them because they could stretch the field. Pierre Garcon underneath, Jordan Reed also stretching the field. There's a lot of weapons on offense. They can't run the ball, but I think against the Packers, you might be able to. Maybe they get Alfred Morris going or, or uh, Matt Jones. Maybe they could do some things, open the play-action pass and throw deep to Deshaun Jackson. That's how I would think they would do it if they had to get it done on offense. All right. So that concludes point-counterpoint. Give myself a gold star for my good diction and correct yeah. saying of yeah, this segment. Yeah, you one time. Well, I'm in playoffs mode right now. Yeah, yeah, serious yeah. stuff. Focus. All right, so now I'm going to go get a little sheet of paper. I'm going to write down. He's, he's getting paper, guys. This yeah, is yeah, he had to like get up and go get yeah, paper. It's really professional. Paper. You just said you were playoff mode. <laughs> I don't want to ruin my my notepad right here by the taking some out of it. Also, I'm gonna rip paper right in front of the mic, so sure. there was reasons for that. This I know you true. guys think you're getting clever over here. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down. It's a nice notepad. I know why you don't want to rip paper out of it. All right. <laughs> 
make my selections, and then it's, uh, I'm not going to reveal them until you guys make your picks, though. But once I make these, I'm not able to change them. So we kind of have to make these selections down. kind of uh, without you hearing them, too? No, no. Here's what it is. I'm writing down my selections. As soon as I fold up this piece of paper, they're in. They're locked in. I can't change them. Then you guys need to debate and get on the same page with your four picks. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter. I can hear it. I've already kind of made my picks. Okay. And then we'll see what matches up. And like I said, if I don't think it's going to happen, but in the event that all four are the exact same, you're going to have we'll to switch change. Up. All right. Sounds good. All right. So, so we're going to election year. So even though we're both independents, we both have to caucus together. Yeah. I see it. Feel free to have some type of conversation. Hi. What's up, guys? How do you guys feel about the playoffs? I feel great. Yeah, go ahead, uh, listener. Feel feel free to sort of Speak give us your take us. on. Yes. <laughs> so you guys took my, my my request to have some conversation to have it with the, with, the listener with, who is clearly nice. I think that our rather than with each other. I think that our listener is beautiful and talented yeah. and deserves to be acknowledged. <laughs> okay. Just because you don't appreciate them doesn't mean we don't appreciate them. Tell them that. Well, your experience is valid, listener. Anyway. I feel pretty uh, to, to be honest, to be fair, I feel kinda confident about the pack this week. I know I've been saying you do? it, I kinda pick yeah. yeah. Right. It's just something about like, you know me, I'm I'm constantly looking it up and figuring All things out. Right. They sound more confident, they sound like they have a game plan that is gonna work. Washington isn't a scary team. Washington has played this is why I, th- I thought I was going to get the Packers, and I was going to argue for that. So I'll argue for it now. Why not? Yeah, Washington has played. Well, I mean, we, you, you guys have to make the pick, so you can just make this one first, and you can do your argument. start deliberating. So Washington has played three win- three winning teams, three teams with the winning record this year. They went 0-3. The, the Jets, they lost. The Panthers, they got killed, and they lost to the they Patriots did. as well. Those are the three teams that they lost to all the winning records. Every team that they beat has had a losing record. The Packers, what they do best, they're sixth in DVOA, the stat that you love, against the pass. Mm-hmm. What are the rest going to do best? They pass the ball. They don't run the ball at all. Mm-hmm. The Packers, how you beat them, you know, at least history tells you, is you run the ball against them and you open things up. The Redskins have no run. They're, they're, average, they're averaging, I think, 3.5 yards a run. And not to mention, the Packers have done a pretty good job lately, recently, against the run. Like, AP, we stuffed him in both games this year. He didn't do anything against uh, David Johnson, different kind of back because he comes out of the backfield when he, they beat us in Arizona. I just think yeah, the, yeah. Matchup, the matchup isn't bad for us opposed to, like, Arizona or, or Carolina. That's right, why well, it helps that Washington isn't a good football team. Right, right. They're hot, and that's what kind of has people on the bandwagon. You guys think the Packers are a good football team? I don't know if I think the Packers are a good football team. I think they're definitely better than Washington. And uh, if, if Marv really is feeling the Packers, I will go ahead and. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we're. I don't know if we're elite, but I feel like we're good. Well, even if you win this week, you are going to get beat the fuck next week. Where? Well, it depends what happens in that Vikings season. Either team that you have to play, you're, you're going to lose. I feel a little. I feel. I would feel a little worse going into Arizona than going into Carolina. People have been saying that all year. Yeah, People and been I, losing all year. You're right. You're right. But Arizona has to play the NFC West, who has really one pushover. Yeah. While the Panthers play the NFC South. We've already lost to both teams this season, so. Oh. Right, right, you're right. But it was a closer game against the Panthers. Am I correct in saying then that your selection for this game is the Packers? Team, yeah. she's not. Yeah, let's do it. Go yes. Packers. Pack. Okay, where do you want to go next? Well, we could... What, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Uh, we, could keep, we could keep with the Sunday games then. We can go uh, backwards. Uh, Seahawks-Vikings. Now, I know that you said Vikings, and I just want to hear why. And this, I, and I, I was thinking if, this sounds like it was going to be the biggest debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just want to see if you could like kind of convince me. Yo, I already told you why, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Eric, do you really like the Vikings here? Like, would you, if, if you were getting your own pick and didn't have to team up right now, would you be taking the Vikings? I think I would. I, th- I could be moved off of them if you just aren't trying to hear it, Mark. No, no, no. Um, so this is, this is what's funny about it. So, yeah, I, I really feel strongly about the Seahawks. I kind of feel like... They will, they could make the title game, but this game kind of scares me for some reason. Yeah, because of the weather, because Minnesota's defense, their defense is a lot like they're they're just as physical as Seattle's defense. Yes. So there's something about it that makes me think like the if, difference if is a they have of Captain Munnerlin instead of Richard Sherman. <laughs> 
if a couple weird things happen, you know, it's the playoffs. Like every every year in the wild card round, something weird happens. Yeah, I can see this being the game. It's gonna be fucking one degree, man. Yo, it's definitely gonna be a weird game. I mean, are these the only two like old school slug slugfest teams out there? Well, I mean, Seattle's been throwing the ball all season. No, I guess you got Kansas City and Houston who play that style. Um, but they just play an uglier style. <laughs> those teams just in general play <laughs> ugly. Yeah. What? I'm trying to find it. My my Wi-Fi is not working. Do you have Seattle's schedule? Like, what are the teams that they lost to? I know they lost to Arizona once. Yeah. Well, they beat the crap out of the Vikings in December. Early yeah, December. that's true. So they beat them 38 to seven in Minnesota. The Vikings like straight up weren't ready for that game. Right. Like, it they, looked like they, they rushed AP eight times. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like if they give Adrian Peterson 20 carries, that's going to be good for them. And I feel like maybe they ground it out. So I, I can go with you if you like. Mm-hmm. If, if you're with that, I I still like in my mind I'm saying Seahawks, but I can see something. I can see a scenario where the Vikings. Win. Do you guys want to come back to this? Are the other two games you think you'll be on the same page for these AFC games? That seems give you a couple more minutes to think it over. Yeah. Thank, thank you. What about Chiefs Texans? I think we're going Chiefs. I think we're absolutely going Chiefs. The Texans. Uh, I, I don't. I had to say something, but I don't think that thing I'm, I'm saying about uh, DeAndre getting it going is, is, is going to happen. I think the yeah. Chiefs are going to lock that offense down. I yeah, think this I, is not going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, I, I hope it is, but I can see I can see it being close a little bit, and then the Chiefs just pulling away late. So yeah, Chiefs. Uh, Steelers Bengals. It's another tough one. No Dalton, dog. No Dalton. So you think Steelers? I think Cincinnati's like clearly a better team, but I do think the Steelers are like going to no win this dog. game. Also, no D'Angelo. No D'Angelo. That's true. That, no mm, D'Angelo. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you brought that up when you were talking. I didn't actually. I did not. Uh, so why the Bengals could win? Who's the Steelers' backup running back? Third who's string the, running back. Third no one good. That's uh, a very good that's question. True. Let me look that up. Jesus. I think they have a couple. I think it's going to be by committee, two or three guys. But yeah. Although running back. Like, the last four or five years, if you don't have one of the top five running backs in the league, it seems like, especially, like, playing fantasy football, it seems like every every week there's a dude I've never heard of who gets, like, 240 yards and three <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah, it's man. not like unsung running backs can't make a difference. It, like, they're definitely not, like, cornerbacks or quarterbacks where it definitely matters that you have a star player there. So I don't know how recent this list is, but it's some guy named Jordan Todman. Okay. He used to play for the, the Jaguars, their favorite team. Okay. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, he's nothing special, certainly. Yeah, so a lot of aerial attack, we'd think, here. Yeah. The Steelers, anyway, but now they really have to. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers just the weapons that you're going to have to cover. Michael Johnson, Geno Atkins, that, that Cincinnati front seven is a real thing. They're, they're very good at football, but just the number of, like, human beings that, that are faster than your cornerbacks and safeties that, that you're going to have to cover on the back end with Mart- Martavis Bryant and Antonio Brown and Marcus Whedon. Like, <sighs> Big Penn called out Martavis Bryant, too. He said, you know, it's playoff time. you got to get tougher. And Martavis Bryant seems to be receptive towards that. Because so. he, uh, he kind of had no-showed the last couple of weeks. Why do you think he's receptive, though? He came out and said it. He was like... Okay. But do you think we've seen anything in the past from him that proves that it will be? Well, he's a good player, so just automatically, I think he, you know, they're gonna need him to show okay. up. I think, yeah, I could go with the Steelers. You going with the Steelers? You want to do that? Yeah, I mean, the college football championship is just different than the NFL playoffs. Like, he played. Are you talking about McCarron? Yeah, he, I was he like, played yes, LSU. That's true, but what's wrong? <laughs> he played LSU. He didn't play the Steelers. Yeah. Either result here is. Fine with me, I guess, because Steelers are <laughs> always happy when they lose. The Bengals lose again, then... Uh, Who do you hate more? I mean, that, that... Oh, the Steelers, for sure. But it's funny that the Bengals would make the playoffs and lose every time in the first round. I hate both teams, but certainly Steelers more. But I'm going to obviously root for the team I pick here, which I'll reveal very shortly, and you guys are going officially Steelers? Yep. Yeah, let's do it. All right. We're back to Seattle, Minnesota. Who wants to uh, side with the other? Right now, you have exclusively road teams. Right. So to get a home team in, you would have to take the Vikings, unless you think it's going to be a total road show in the wild card round. So looking at, looking at their schedule, here's what I'm seeing from the Seahawks. They lost The teams they lost to were the Broncos, the Chiefs, the Rams, you guys, Green Bay, the Bengals, the Panthers. They lost to Carolina the first time they played. 
and they lost to the Rams. They lost, they lost to the Rams, to the Rams in twice. Sixteen. The Rams nearly swept that division. Yeah, yeah. they did. They only lost um, one game, I think. Yeah, to the yeah. Rams. That so last the only team, the only team with like a top half <laughs> with a defense in the top half of DVOA that they did beat was Minnesota. And I, I mean, they beat the Cardinals in Week Seventeen, but we talked about that. They weren't trying. Like the Cardinals weren't trying, even if they were trying, trying to win. Uh, <laughs> So, do we want to say that 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 they have the Vikings number because they beat them thirty eight to seven, or do we want to say that since that's like they, every other team they played with a good defense, they they lost to? Well, I think that looking at their schedule, if you look at it, the teams that they beat or that they lost to was early in the season. So the first game that they lost was the Rams, Packers. But in the first two weeks, Seahawks, that's when they, they should have been 1-4. Well, they lost four. the Rams Remember the Lions? They should have lost that game. Yeah. They should have lost the Lions. So, and then the Panthers right after that. So, all of these losses have been early, early losses. Since November 22nd, they've been on a tear, and, and they've been scoring a lot. Except right? for losing, except for getting their ass beat in week 16. Right, that was the one. That's the one thing, though. The, and that's the Rams. They used to show up against that division. Sure, I don't know. Sure, I don't know. I'm uh, gonna need an answer, here, guys. We're running late. I'll go Vikings. I'll go Vikings with you. Let's go Vikings, man. Let's go out on the road. Right. Let's go Vikings. So to recap, team Cheese Nam is going Chiefs over Texans, Steelers over Bengals, Vikings over Seahawks, and the Pack over the Bullets. Dun da da da. Right, My picks that. are on this paper. You can check them later if you desire. I don't think you'll need to because I think it might be going a little different here than you okay. guys. I okay. don't think we're going to need you to switch one. Well, let's That's get good. it. First of all, I'm agreeing with you on the Chiefs. I don't see that even if Reed does something weird, bad clock management, or what have you, even if they get to Alex Smith, he throws it, he ends up turning the ball or like he hasn't done all year. Regardless, I think... Hoyer's not taking this team to playoff victory. Or we You've seen enough Hoyer. Yeah. And the Texans all year. They, both these teams are kind of similar. Started off really bad. But the Chiefs have that solid run right now. And the Texans have been going back and forth. Yeah. Chiefs, I go with. Steelers at Bengals. I'm going to throw a little uh, wrench in here. I'm going Bengals. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised, man. And, it, uh, it, it's kind of a toss-up. Here's the main... I mean, the D'Angelo news that he's not playing is really what... The main mm-hmm. thing that caused me to, because I was a little unclear on this, I was like, no, D'Angelo, I'll go with it. I know what you're saying about McCarron. I don't think they're going to have to ask him to do too much. They're going to have to win this one on defense. I think they can do it. The Steelers won out much running game. Ben's been inefficient somewhat as of lately. They're still doing yes. the offense yeah, where he's passing it all over. <laughs> he's going to throw some picks probably. I don't trust in Martavis Bryant like that. I think he's, I don't, I don't know if he can just say, I'm going to be good, you know, I'm going to focus now. I, I think he, he might just be that type of guy that you're going to get what you can get from him. Antonio Brown, I'm sure, will have a big game as usual, but I think the Bengals finally reversed their curse and finally, without the Red Rock. How, how insane would that be? Get a playoff. If they win without, you know. They can, oh, God, it's now. a Ewing theory game. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, I mean, at that point, do you keep him in? Do you keep him in against? Uh, they would play the Patriots. No, I think that would be interesting. I think he'll go <laughs> absolutely. But it would be interesting. Started. I hope it happens now, so I can win this. Now <laughs> we're going to Seahawks Vikings. I'm going Seahawks. That's yeah, of a third difference. A I mean, second difference. That's right? not you know. That's not exactly. Yeah, a yeah he, he said it kind team. of like yeah. You kind <laughs> of I'm just saying my second difference. I was a little surprised you guys settled on Vikings. Honestly, I like the Vikings like a weird amount like all year. I before we came on the podcast. I, I did tell one of my buddies, like, I kind of have a weird feeling that that's going to be closer than people think. I just don't see Teddy winning over Russell. I really think it does come down mainly to quarterback here. Fair enough. And, uh, you think the weather plays a role? Right now. I don't think it's going to play as big as a role as you guys might be banking on. Okay. And then Packers at Bullets. This could be the biggest shocker of them all. You made a comment earlier, Marv, like some crazy analyst or whatever going, going Washington yeah, here. Yeah, a lot of them. If you want to take a look at my sheet. He's going He's going. I'm going things. bullets. Oof. That's good. That's Here's good. what I, t- I took a long look at this one earlier, even before your, your account point, counterpoint. And uh, I was looking at the schedules, what's going on. The Packers have lost 6 of 10. Yes. Meanwhile, the bullets, it's like the flip season. The Bullets have all the momentum going in. They've won a lot more games recently when they started off badly. Bad division, worse teams. But the Packers, their best win all year was over the Seahawks, I believe, early in the season when the Seahawks were struggling a little bit. 
Not when the Packers it, were so good. Early in the season, when the Packers had had some decent wins, and you can't just and I know your point, Marv, is a lot of these teams they lost to the Panthers, they lost to the Cardinals, they've had a tough schedule, and they've lost to some good teams. The Broncos they lost to. At the same time, they haven't wrapped it up in their own division. These games you were saying, and I was agreeing, oh, they're definitely going to beat the Lions this time at home. Mm-hmm. They're definitely going to beat the Bears right. on Brett Favre night. Yeah, we hasn't gone down. Home. Yeah. And I honestly don't like either of these teams. I don't think either has a chance to win the Super Bowl. The Packers... He wants to make me cry, this guy. I'm yeah, sorry, but they're, they're, <laughs> even as much as I like Aaron Rodgers, and I think he's one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the NFL, I just don't think he has the weapons this year. Maybe Lacey can get it going, running, but but then they don't even have the defense to back it up. And you were saying that the Bullets defense isn't great either, but when they're going against an offense that isn't as good and they can be opportunistic, I just have a a weird feeling that Kirk Cousins is going to be liking this. So you do like that? I I don't like it. I mean, honestly, I don't like it. I'll tell you this much. If the Bengals get it done for me and the Seahawks get it done for me, I'm already, and I'm already um, gonna defeat you guys here. I'll be rooting for these Packers. I don't. I would rather have the Packers win this game. I don't like Kirk Cousins and Jay Gruden and these guys. But I just have a weird feeling about this one. I'm going mostly on momentum. The Bullets, to me, have all of it right now, and the Packers don't have much of it. And that's uh, the reason for my pick. Fair enough. So we went crazy different here. Yeah, we yeah, we did similarity. So this should be very interesting, and yeah, one, of, a, it's one of us, me or you, who are not one person, officially, is going to look pretty foolish. Someone's yeah. going to look foolish. So so did we establish that we're just tied for the regular season? And yeah. So, I mean, in terms of going forward, I guess there's 10 games, including the Super Bowl. We have already have enough differences this week, I think. I guess we just add those other 10 games on to get the winner, but that could still result in a tie. I don't know what's going to go on here. I guess I need to confer with Padnam, maybe. Okay. See how willing he is to... We'll figure it out. ...to do our our challenge here um, for the winner. But for another week here, wild card starts tomorrow. This exciting playoffs are here. Lit. Thank God. We're getting into Can't it. Can't wait to care about football for the first time in like four weeks. All right. Yeah, good for you, man. Good for you. I'm back. Maybe I'll be on the couch next week. Who knows if, if uh, Pod, Pod Drew's prediction is right. We'll all be on the couch watching football together. Uh, Me, when the Packers play, I cry alone to myself. I like okay, to watch the game. Same. Football. So we could. Hey, I mean, I think we should try to do that. Even if the Packers win, they're still going to be Saturday and Sunday next weekend too, right? Yeah. Whatever the day they're not playing, maybe that other day we should try to do something. Here. Maybe we do a live pod even. I'll definitely yeah. do that. All right. Sounds good. That would be good. Any closing statements from you boys before we wrap it up and watch these games? Well, I just hope it's good. I hope they're good games. I hope something crazy happens, and I hope the Packers win. That that's all I care about. I'm not too scared though. I'm not. I'm not really nervous to be honest. With the Cowboys out of the playoffs again, I am. Uh, I am young chaos. So uh, anything weird that can happen, let's let's let it happen. All right. Well, that sounds good. Please stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. Please go to our Facebook. P-O-D-B-O-Y-Z production, Hot Boys Productions on Twitter as well. And look out for all other fine podcasts. And we'll see you back next week for the Divisional Divisional Round. All right, peace. That's when you can become a fan again, the division around for your, your boyfriend, your love. Oh, my boyfriend's <laughs> Oh, that's right, yeah.